Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, I, you know, I, I think when everybody's healthy and, and when, when Fowler's out there and Hayward is in right and Baez is in the infield, that's probably the best defensive right. club we're going to be able to put out there. And Ross or Contreras behind the plate. Yeah. That's the best defensive team, and it's pretty good. Right. Even with Zobrist at second and Russell at short, that's a pretty good defensive team. You put Bryant in uh, left and Baez at third, that's a pretty good yeah. defensive team. Yeah. Uh, no, I think they're better than me- mediocre. Their errors and everything state they're mediocre, but I think they're they're better than mediocre yeah. defensive team. I'd have to agree with that. Um, as far as the starting pitching goes, they were, they were historic the first 10, 12 yeah. weeks of the season. They've come down to earth. Um, it's sort of a scary proposition to think that Arietta and Lester and Lackey are going to stink in the second half. If that happens, I don't know how this team wins. Well, I mean, right? If anybody, if any any teams one, two, and three pitchers stink in the second half, none of those teams are going to win. So. Then you're Cincinnati. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how mean, many how many runs a game are you going to have to score to uh, overcome right, that? Exactly. Um, so they went to a six-man rotation to give everybody a little rest. Uh, I assume Arietta is not going to pitch today. I'm pretty sure, you know, when you're down two runs, you know, you're not going to trot him out there. I would you think got a so. bunch of relievers. They, especially so. since if the score being 4-2, to two, if it stays this way, then there's only six more outs to go because they're not going to pitch the ninth. Would you go in the game being down two runs? I mean, that's almost like mop-up duty. Yeah, it, that's hard to say. It's the All-Star game. Do you want to pitch in the All-Star game? Just, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's an ego thing. I mean. I would say, I would say, yes, I would do it. I'm there. I'm there to play. I'm there to have fun and enjoy the whole thing. And, you know, if if you want me to pitch, I'd yeah, I'd go in and pitch. We'll see how Lester does. They yanked all the Cubs after, what, the third inning, but then the AL left all their guys in much longer. Like Another Terry Collins and like replaced everybody. So, I don't know. I still call it the Terry yeah, Collins game. Yeah, whatever. The Cubs starting pitching um, in the first half would have to be A. Sure. Even though the last couple times through the rotation wasn't that great. But when when your when your ERA is like it the might lowest have dropped, anyone's it might have seen dropped in fifty years minus or their last yeah. their last twenty ball games, but no, they're I mean their starting pitching's been great. They, well, I mean you know it's we've talked about this before, and it's just like well you're overusing the bullpen or you're not. I mean, but do you overuse a bullpen if your pitchers can't go five, six, seven innings? Well, they somebody's got to pitch. Well, if your pitchers are going seven and eight innings, then your bullpen's bullpen's underused, and then when they get in there. All of a sudden, they give up runs, and it's like, well, they're not being used enough. Well, I mean, it's such a fine line. I mean, yeah, people need innings, and if you're starting, you know, with such a, a long season, you know, if, if you get to the playoffs and your pitchers go eight innings, you should win. Okay, but if your pitchers go eight innings 
consistently for a little for a while, and then your relievers get no work in the whole month of April. Yeah, you know, I mean, the chances of them succeeding in May aren't that good. I don't know. It's you know the it's it's much harder for me to judge the bullpen, given the circumstances of a lot of the games early in the year. Like you're a bullpen guy, you haven't pitched in a week, and you go in with an eight run lead. Well, okay, throw strikes, lay it in there. All of a sudden, you give up four runs, and it's like, well, you stink. Well, then, you know, three days later, you're in an extra inning game, and the bullpen gives you eight shutout innings. Right. Because, you know, now it's, you know, it's high leverage time, and everybody's, you know, pitching well. Right. Unless you watch every game, it's hard to... Well, I tell how a bullpen's it. doing. I do but I watch mean, just every like, game. In, like you can look at all the stats from every team, and you're, you can't watch every game. And, no. You know, a, a, the bullpen ERA is this. Well, right, but the bullpen well, ERA could be. You don't have to watch every Cincinnati game to know that bullpen well, no, was historically their bad. Their team ERA is like 5.4 or something. I mean, just. Yeah, but you don't bad. have to watch every game, but you all you have to do is watch the scores and see that they, you know, Lost every game in the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean the yeah that bullpen is bad. I mean the, the Cubs bullpen is you know everybody jokes around. Let's play screw the closer. I don't know how lo- how many times they did that like early in the year. They were adding on runs like on the other team's bullpen. You know sixth, seventh, eighth inning. You know they're getting five runs and now it's like who cares, right? You know Rondone like last in the league in save opportunities. Well, that's a good thing, right? When they were building that sure. huge run differential and everything. Right. So it was hard to evaluate the bullpen when they kept going in there with these, like, you know, stupid, practically insurmountable leads. Right, but on the other hand, now that it hasn't happened and Rondon's blown four saves. Right. You know, um, you know, Travis Wood was good early. Well, he you know. went up until a few days ago. He hadn't allowed an inherited runner to score. Right. That's good. Yeah, it's very good. But he's also, you know, been tagged and, you know, roughed up, you know, in some of his other appearances. But by and large, you know, he's been, you know, pretty good. Yeah. Him and Cahill have, you know, been able to give you multiple innings out of the bullpen and get guys out. Uh, Justin Grimm went through a terrible time. Uh, Pedro Strope went through a terrible time. Where, you know, he just came out, and some of these guys look like they've lost weight. They look tired. Um, there was one game where I looked at Strope, and his, his delivery looked so loose. I'm like, well, this isn't going to go well. And that was one of the, you know, when he got lit up. And I think that was a tie game that they put him into, and he got the loss. So, yeah, the relievers have kind of taken turns. Uh, spit in the bit. I guess you could say. Right. Um, Rondon's stuff still looks good to me. Stropey's, you know, looked to me like he was awfully tired. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the pitching staff, say, the first 10 days out of the All-Star break. We're going to start off at home against Texas, and that'll tell you something right away. Texas is a good hitting team. Yeah. With, uh, you know, they're, they're having issues with their starting pitching. Right, and they're you know it's kind of funny they're playing each other because they both had about the same last. Are they in 10 Texas days. or home? No, they're home. Home, but you know I think the last eleven games both teams have played, both teams have gone two and nine. Okay. For completely different reasons. I mean, the Rangers pitchers are hurt, 
the Cubs pitchers just have been totally ineffective, the starting pitching. Right. You know, and then, you know, when you do have a close game, then, then you know, Rondon blows one. And the Rondon, his last blown save was, was doubly bad because he gave up the dinger. This was the Atlanta the game. The Atlanta game, yeah. He gave up the dinger and then struck out the side, but now you're going to burn a few more innings out of your relievers and still end up losing the game. Right. Right? So now you go into Pittsburgh, right? I don't know what time they got in the, the Pittsburgh game, right? Because Thursday, what, hour and a half rain delay? Yeah. Right? So when was that game was over at midnight? It was pretty then, late. Then I you went lose to bed, an hour. Yeah. yeah, you lose an hour, fly to Pittsburgh, and you got to play the following Six night. Thanks. Thanks for nothing. So I think that Well, they could have the just not scored the two runs in the eighth and tied the game. They could have just lost it and been done. <laughs> it was so cool. When, when Contreras got that base hit, here's your rookie catcher in clutch time delivering, and you finally get the lead. And the park's been pretty dead, mm-hmm. right? They, you know, I mean, you, you get, Nick Markakis comes into Wrigley with two home runs and then leaves Wrigley doubling his total. He loves Chicago. Yeah. I, I told you, should, White Sox should have went after him. So He got a home run the next game, too. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, it's just kind of funny. But they were cookies. You know, and then Hamill gets a hand cramp. Yeah, that was weird. And, and he had, like, literally been just getting everybody out. I mean, he got like 11 guys out in a row or something. He's just cruising along, and everybody's worried about second-half Hamill, and he actually pitches good. Then he gets a hand cramp. So you got to bring in somebody else. Well, okay, somebody else did okay, right? We get the right. we get the three runs. We got the lead, and then Rondon just, you know. It happens. Yeah. Welcome to baseball. Well, that's the thing. That's why, like, this whole idea that you're going to give up God knows what to get Andrew Miller you know, Andrew Miller gives up homers, too, every now and then. Right. And not every day. He's not Clayton Richard. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean. But none of these guys, you know, just getting a reliever is not going to make you infallible. So, you know, when it comes, you know, and, the, you know, I would grade the starting pitchers no, but very high. I agree. But, with, uh, I wouldn't grade the bullpen I agree with you. Average. I would agree with you that from what we started with is that, Instead of giving up a lot for an Andrew Miller, go out and get a serviceable. You need help in the middle relief area. You know you don't. I mean, granted, yes, the way the world works right now is is shut down six, seven, eight, nine innings. If you could get that, if you type got of pull, those guys, you know. But we had them two years ago. Yeah, but if you could go out and get one of those other guys for some minor leaguers and and take the heat off, and then you know would still pitch him well for the left-handed only guy. You know, instead of having to make that guy pitch a whole inning, he's you the know. only lefty in the bullpen. Right. You Eventually, the, you got to get Bryce Harper out. Right. You got to get Daniel Murphy out. You got to get Brandon Crawford out. These these good left-handed hitters that you're likely to see in the playoffs. Who are you matching up with? Right. Well, you got a righties. That's why they took a flyer on Joel Peralta because he's got reverse splits and he gets lefties out, and then he goes in there and he just stinks. Well, he's 40 years old. Yeah, man. well, you know, and, and, you know, I don't think Joe Nathan is going to ride in on a white horse and save the no, day I don't think for so the either. bullpen. I mean, it'd be great if he did. It'd be a great story. Um, he's coming off Tommy John, and he's 41. I can't believe the guy even wants to pitch. Right. You know, Dan Heron is like, you know, you you. Is he still around? Enough. Well, he retired. Oh, okay. He's, he's around on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but you, you can't. There's no way on earth you could talk him into doing it. So I don't, you know, Joe Nathan, I don't know. 
Maybe he just doesn't want to end his career the way. Well, Joe Nathan could still probably throw in the mid nineties. Dan Heron couldn't throw eighty eight. Well, he never could. <laughs> That's his Twitter handle. I threw eighty eight. Yeah, you know, Is it really? I think it's funny. Yeah. yeah, he tweeted something during the home run derby about, yeah, you know, this rule about you can't, you can't, you can't throw uh, one pitch until the homer lands. That was the same rule they had for me the last four <laughs> years. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, did you like? Okay, so we. Uh, what do we got? We got to grade the front office. Okay. Cubs front office. Um, Great. They haven't really made any moves as far as trades, mm-hmm. right, with the exception of Coglin. There's many El Contra for uh, Chris Coglin because we needed a lefty. That didn't work out too good. Um, how do you grade somebody on trades they haven't made, right? They didn't get – they didn't really bring in any bullpen help. Right, with the exception of Joel Peralta. Right. Right. Um they haven't well, really brought They finally in stopped putting Clayton Richard out there. But I don't know if that's front office. I I don't know what to tell you. I mean the the plan is in place. We have a boatload of good players. We need pitching. I'm sure we'll get it, but because they haven't got it now, what do you give the front office like an incomplete? Right. Well, yeah, the season's incomplete. Well, yeah, but it's mid-season grades. I mean, what do you, you, well, you, you give them an A? They're in first place. The team they put together, okay, is well, in I first guess you place. Could look at it that way. I mean, that's yeah, you got a first place. The front team office that's 18 put games over five. The front office put together this team. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to make that many changes because they were 25 games over 500 until the last week and a half of the season. Yeah, so now it, they're only 18, and they're so they got a seven and a half game lead. I mean, you know. What's wrong? I don't. Uh, well, again, you're looking toward you know building a winner. Well, no, I get that, but I mean, you know, if you're looking for a grade, I mean, I don't see how you can say other than it's you know they put an a a team on the field. Okay. So seems like a reasonable. I mean, that's reasonable way know, to I look mean, at it. Yeah, I mean, you can't really since they don't have to make moves. <laughs> well, I mean, they have to make moves because of injuries. Every team does. I right. Mean, that, that you know, and 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 it's not like they made bad moves, and you know, I mean, well, there's little. Say, I can't, I can't drop them. I can't drop them from an A to a B because they took, they decided they wanted Coglin back. I mean, it, you could. <laughs> I, I that that, <laughs> that trade could, just that strikes could me drop as them, some very that, odd. In, in some thing. people's minds, that could drop them down a grade because you got Coglin back, so he could hit a buck fifty nine and not drive anybody in. But but, but he's <laughs> popular. I, you cannot so, believe there he has but fans. I would, I would Chris Coglin has I, fans that are like. You gotta believe in him. He's gonna come through. Yeah. And I'm just sort of like, okay. But I, I, would, I what do you say to I that? I would not drop them down a grade because of that. I would I would kind of like maybe put an asterisk of why. <laughs> well but again, you don't hey, you're running out of outfielders. Right. All our hey, outfielders you know what? are getting hurt. If you know, it was somebody that knew the organization and somebody that's been there before and you know, if you take a flyer on a guy like that and he's you bring him into a comfortable situation, it didn't work out. But that's yeah. not saying it wouldn't have. So I mean, what were they going to do? Hold on to um, uh, Vizcaino in the minors, or uh, Alcantara? Or yeah, yeah. There's no nowhere for him. Right. So he can't hit a breaking ball. Alcantara. Oakland. Yeah. Oakland brought him up. He stole two bases, got a hit or something, and then they sent him back down. Okay. So I don't know quite how they can do that though, since when we had him, he was out of options. So how does Oakland bring him up and down? I'm not sure how that works. I have no idea, actually. Yeah. 
<laughs> be kind of interesting to look at. But um, I mean, you put a first place team on the field for. Yeah. How can you give them a bad grade? They were. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're the class of the league. Every you know, ask anybody who's got the best best team, the Cubs do. But having well, the best I, team I think, means you got to. I think some people in San Francisco might argue that. Yeah, it's, it's kind of they weird. have the best record in baseball and and well, do, they do have now. Yeah. and do have a very talented team. So I think there might be a little argument there. But yeah, you know, Bumgarner's been pitching really well. I I think you know Samarja's got his Jekyll and Hyde act. Yeah, on. Uh, Cueto's been great, and I I didn't really expect him to be thirteen and one. And they've had injuries. You know, Hunter Pence is going to be coming back, but he's a big part of that lineup. Right. Um, and then panic was hurt, so they've they've dealt with injuries too. It's kind of funny. They're starting pitching it to be, you know, in April wasn't all that great. No. But now, by far, if you look at the top three starters of of any team, it's San Francisco and Washington, and it's and it's not Scherzer at the top of Washington's rotation. It's Strasburg. Right. But then you know he gets hurt, so he's gone fifteen days, comes back, nearly throws a no hitter. Almost throws a no hitter. Right. Uh, so I don't know who the three starter is for Washington, right? Because you know Ross got right. hurt. Well, it's um, Gonzalez, Gonzalez hasn't been doing right. Yeah, but he, he hasn't I mean, been really But he doing was much. the three starter. Yeah. yeah. So oh, uh, isn't Tanner it? Is it uh, and then it, they sent Giolito down. Yeah, it would probably be Roark. You think? God, I hate saying it like Roark. It's Roark. Look, this guy's name. Man. It's Roark. It's Roark. not even spelled Roark. Roark. It's not spelled. It's Roark. It's spelled that way. It's R O A. Yeah. You just deal with it, don't <laughs> you know. Anyway. Um Yeah. Um, so you you look at the top three pitchers for and this is kinda I don't know that it's true this way, you know, because the guys pitching on short rest and everything. But you look at the top three with uh Samarja, Cueto and Mad Bum. And then you look at I I don't know who's with Scherzer and Strasburg. Pick take a pick, Roark. Right. Gonzalez. Giolito hasn't done as well as everybody thought. They sent him back down again. Well, what's he had? Three starts? Yeah. Yeah. And they they haven't been all that earth shaking. You would never expect Giolito to all of a sudden come into the three hole like that. I mean, it could happen, but really, if if you're going to take take a third guy, you're hoping it's going to be Roark or uh, Gonzalez. Well, you would hope it's Gonzalez because he's got the experience. Yeah. And, you know, being a lefty. You know, it's great to have a lefty come out of there. Sure. I mean, the Giants are all righties, right? The Giants. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the Mets um, with Harvey done They're for all the year. Hurt. Harvey's done for the year. Yeah. So you've got Syndergaard, DeGrom, and Mats. Mats. Yeah. And I, Bartolo Colon, baby. I, I I really don't think when push comes to shove, if, if you've got one game to win in the playoffs and it's between Bartolo Colon or, say, Noah Syndergaard on three days rest. I think Cologne's in the bullpen. Yeah, right. Right. Cologne's in the bullpen, and the only time he comes in the game if you're losing seven to one after four innings. Well, or yeah. you know, yeah. you, you know, you could be down three to one, and and you could look at Syndergaard and be like, he doesn't have it. Let's get Bartolo. In yeah. There. I mean, the guy has value. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, absolutely. I, I just don't think he's the number three starter. Right. 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 You guy. Got, the guy amazes me. Watching that guy every time he. You just think he's going to get crushed, and you watch him pitch, and they don't hit him. He uh, he's got control. Yeah. He's got command. He's got movement on his pitches. I mean, and then he throws. I mean, you know, he throws pr- predominantly fastballs, but he yeah. does throw them from eighty-eight to ninety-two 
and, yeah. and they just move. They move. And, Late you know, I've watched like... him a lot of games, and then he p- pitched against the Cubs the other day, and I'm like, well, okay, I can see the Cubs offense totally tearing this guy up. No. Yeah. He just kind of shut them down, too. Just... You know, and, and, you know, you look at, you know, and you're kind of making fun of me earlier, but, you know, because I'm always making excuses and stuff, but you look at the Cubs offense the way it is now with all the rookies, you don't pitch to Bryant and you don't pitch to Rizzo. You got Zobris leading off. Who is there to beat you? You know, it, it's really the, the thing that was great about the Cubs offense early in the year is the second half of the lineup was was producing. Addison, Russell, well, no, and David Ross. I agree Ross, with that. And, you know, whoever had to be You watch the left. games and, you, you know, they walk Rizzo to get to Contreras because you know as a rookie he's probably going to swing at that tough breaking ball, and, and lo and behold, he does. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, he can hit 300, but if you only hit a buck 20 with guys on second and third and two outs, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, and, and that was the thing. That was why, you know, they were they left Hayward at, at second and had Zobrist hit fifth. You're trying to protect Rizzo. You're trying to sure. make it where they have right. to pitch to Rizzo. So until you can get Zobris back in the five spot, I don't know what they're going to do. And you can't get Rizzo or uh, Zobris back in the five spot until you get Fowler back. And Fowler isn't ready because he would have played the All-Star game. He went to South right. Bend to go do, you know, rehab starts. Right. And basically the guy can't go. He's not ready. Okay, fine. When's he going to be ready? Why does everybody – what's wrong with the Chicago hamstrings? You know, Lestella, Solaire, uh – Caesar had one for a while. Fowler's got one. Russell had one at the end of last year. It's it's hamstring city. These guys not stretching. They're not eating enough potassium. <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, hamstrings, obliques. <sighs> yeah. Now the Matt Harvey, uh, uh, thoracic outlet is syndrome. is becoming. He's not the first guy. No, to have there's it, like six guys that have had it recently. Yeah, but you know, the track record for coming up, coming back from that ain't good. You're gonna take a rib out of a guy, right? <laughs> uh, I think God gave you ribs for a reason. I, I don't, you know, this idea that like Hunter Pence like tore something in his hamstring that you don't need, so they just don't even fix it. They just remove it entirely, and yeah, you don't need that. I'm like, well, well God thought you did. Yeah, what did I need? Was I using it before? And, and <laughs> I why, don't know. If I don't need it, why am I on the DL now because of it? <laughs> well, because they have to cut you open to remove it. It's like yeah. now apparently your hamstring has an appendix. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah, well, if it, God, if, if if hamstrings were that easy, where you, you could blow a hamstring out and you have black and blue all the way up to your butt and and. All you have to do is remove something and everything's fine? No, it's it's the lower part. Yeah. It, it's something that goes like the bottom of your hamstring to the back of your knee or something. That's the one that, that, you don't that need. Pence had. But when you see a guy grab his hamstring up by his butt, that's the bad one. That's the one that's hard to oh, get. Oh, yeah. And that was what Fowler grabbed over running a first. I didn't see uh, Solaire. That's what Russell did, you know, in the playoffs last year, you know, trying to stretch a – uh, well, he had it. He had the triple. He actually made it. But you could kind of see, you know, there's that tug. And, you know, when the Cubs got him, you know, everybody's saying, you know, you know, he had a hamstring problem with Oakland. You know, Soler had hamstring problems in the minors, and they worked with him to, to change his posture and everything to kind of, like, get that settled. And it's like, you know, how long has Soler been out? It's been a while. You know, he's a power hitter. Yeah. That's, you know, you're replacing Soler with Coughlin. 
or Matt Caesar. Hamstrings are the worst. Yeah. And and because every time you think you're okay and then you're trying to accelerate one more time. Yeah, there it goes again. Pop. So well, they don't necessarily have to be popped, but I mean it's like yeah, you can feel it yeah. and that now you know you can't really push off. Yeah, twinge whatever. Right. Right. So but it's, you're a it's center one of those things. Run. You got a shoulder injury, you can feel it kind of warming up. You have a hamstring injury and you think you're fine, you've rehabbed and everything and yeah. and then that one little acceleration and sometimes it's stopping. Sometimes it's putting the brakes on. I I almost I almost uh I kind of tweaked mine. Oh, six weeks ago, and admittedly, I'm old and decrepit now, but I was <laughs> right. walking to the kitchen, and one of my cats kind of like got in front of my feet, so I tried to slam on the brakes not to step on it, and I felt a little grab. And I'm like, oh, seriously? You know, I'm going to pop a hamstring stopping to keep from running over my cat? Yeah. I mean, that's like the Sammy Sosa was out. Yeah, sneezing. He sneezed, yeah. right? Hey, you know, those blood, the back muscles, you know, as much as you make fun of it because it sounds absolutely ludicrous, it's possible. It uh, hey, you know what it I mean? It is possible. So, Anything's possible. So, predictions for the Cubs' second half. What do you got? You're a betting man. They're, they're still, you know, mathematically, I've seen where they're like 95% to win the pennant. They're 97% to make they're the playoffs. 53 wins. Yeah, they're 18 I, over. You know, I mean, I, I think they're right there in the 100-win range. Yeah, I mean, if they play they're, 500 ball, they're going to have 93 wins or something. Are there 80 games left? Probably 53 less. and 35. They're 53, 88. 88. So 7 from 81 is... Uh, 70 74 four, they have 74, 74 games, games left. left so if they win half of them that's 37 that gives them 90 yeah all right so 500 ball gives you 90 wins it may not be enough to win to that's get kind in. of interesting if you yeah. think about it that way because yeah. you know they've played under 500 ball for a long time mm, now last three weeks they played so far over that it's like you know if they play, I mean if they play six hundred ball, which is a good team. Yeah, well, they're I think their records right around six hundred right. right now. Yeah, you know what they what do they win one hundred seven? Uh, about ninety seven, ninety eight. I think if they play six hundred ball, that's six. only four games over five hundred. You said if they play five hundred, they win ninety three. Uh, no, they win ninety. Oh, they win ninety. Yeah, they win ninety. Okay. They, well, thirty-seven so ball and thirty-seven out of, gives out of you 70, ninety. Yeah, yeah. So six hundred ball would be uh, six out of ten. So six times seven is sixty-three. I'm tired. Uh, they got seventy-four games left. So if you uh, what's seven times six? Forty-two. Forty-two. So if they win forty-two games, that would make them ninety-five. 42 and 53. So it's 95 win team. If they play 600 ball the rest of the way? Yeah, something like that. 95, 96. They won 97 last year. Yeah. And last year's 97 was actually all done like in September. Yeah, I mean, I get, you know. Like they, they swept the Brewers and I think they swept the Reds. And, unless, you know. Unless they lose, uh, how many games they got left with the Pirates? 
with the Pirates? Ten? I don't know. Yeah, something like that. So, unless they lose nine of them. Yeah. Y- you figure if, if they play 500 ball against St. Louis and Pittsburgh, th- those guys are going to have a hard time catching up. Right. So, I could, you know, yeah. Pittsburgh I, apparently has I, a very, I, you know, they a won lot f- of games with the Reds left. They won 53. <laughs> well, good for them. Just saying. Uh, they won 53 games, half a little over halfway. I mean, the way they're playing right now, I guess it's hard to say if they'll make 100 wins. Yeah, it's not looking like it uh, after this but, last stretch. You know, but like if they win 10 in a math, row, you just everyone's said, gonna shut up. Yeah, the math you, know what I mean? you just said 95, 97, 98. I I don't see how that's. It, it should put you in. Yeah. If if you, 90 wins may not put you in, but. If you look at where the Pirates and the Cardinals are, they're like four games over five hundred. Right, three games over five hundred. So that's the thing. If they, you know, other th- if they get to ninety-five wins, except for the fact that they lose nine out of ten to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh goes on a huge run, yeah, I, I mean, don't see a problem. Yeah, I mean, you look at look at the the way the Cardinals are, and their best hitter I mean, got an oblique. They got the wild card for sure. You got to figure that they're you know, going to be in. But you know, you have to win your division. Who wants that? And Who I wants just the wild card? don't. I don't see how they can't win their division unless. Yeah, it's not the division that, you know, last year um, the Pirates and the Cardinals were playing awesome the first half of the year. You know, now they're not. I mean, the Pirates pitching staff has been bad. The Cardinals defense has been bad. Their pitching hasn't been great. They, they've been scoring runs, but they've been giving them up, too. And their bullpen's a travesty. They fired their closer. Yeah. So this yeah. guy from uh, Japan or Korea or whatever leads the league in appearances, whatever. I mean, they'll burn him out. Yeah. Right. Because they have no other options. Yeah. I mean, you know, and now, um, what's his not the closer for the Cardinals? Uh, Rosenthal. Rosenthal, ex closer. Yeah. yeah, and he came in the eighth like a week ago, and he tweaked his knee. He hyperextended it. Did he? Did yeah. you see it? Yeah. Was on, it uh, bad? Um. Uh, it w- well, it was bad enough to take him out of the game. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, I don't think they DL'd him. Was uh, I was at work, I was watching the game. It had to be Friday night. Friday night, yeah. They brought him in in seventh, eighth inning. In the eighth inning, or no, it was the ninth. Oh, it, it was a, it tie, was a game. tie game. Tie game, and uh, he walked a guy. Yeah, and then the next guy, and his knee just bent back, bent inwards, and uh, on a pitch is Plantney. Yeah, and. He hopped around, and then when they showed it on Insta Replay, that thing just went in, and they took him out. And they brought in the Korean uh, guy. They brought in O. And yeah. uh, he got an out, and then walked a the guy, and they gave up a two-out uh, two base hit with the bases loaded and lost the game. But uh, so I didn't know if, you know, if Rosenthal, obviously they didn't bring him for the closing because it was tied, but um, – he didn't pitch well, but he hyperextended his knees. So I didn't know if that was maybe a little rest is going to help him. But Could I don't hurt. know. That, that's not going to necessarily help the team over the long run because they're not, like you said, they can't catch the ball. Yeah, and I, you know, they don't look to be like a team trying to make moves. I mean, they, no, they're just going to say we've got a bunch of young talent and we're going to play it out just, and see what and, happens and just see what happens. I yeah. mean, I, I would think this is a time of year where you're like, well, what do I need? You know, the Pirates need starting pitching. Yeah. Where are you going to get that now? Yeah, I, I don't know that the Pirates have – they've got, like, uh, well, guys to bring up from the minors. Right. Like, they brought up that Malian guy, and he's hurt. Italian? Italian. Italian. Right. Yeah, three, he's hurt. Three starts, and, and he's right. hurt. And, and they, they got brought Tyler up, Glass now. 
and they brought up Cool. Or well, Cool's pitched a couple games. Yeah, and he went three innings against the Cubs. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're they're bringing in rookie pitchers left and right, like the Mets were last year. Yeah. I mean, and and these are you know Glass now is you know kind of a high draft pick too, as well as Talion. So it'll be interesting. I mean, I I don't know that the Cubs need to add a, another starter. I think they'll they're going to be looking. You look at Chris Archer. I mean, look at the year he's having. He's got a losing record, but he's almost leading the league in strikeouts. Do you go after a guy like that? Do you go after Sonny Gray, who has been, like, underwhelming this year? You know? I don't know well, what I the mean, Braves probably won't trade Tehran. That's a tough That's a tough situation for the Cubs, though. You go out after one of those guys, and so that means – are you going six-man rotation the rest of the year, or all of a sudden Hamill or Hendricks loses their starting spot? Um, well, Hendricks is young, and maybe you can use him out of the bullpen, but I'm pretty sure he'd be like, seriously? Who's been right. the most consistent starter? You it's know, been me. So how do the Cubs go after starting pitching? Well, how do, you, how do they go after well, him? No, or I mean, how do you? You know, what do you do? Because you it's, think Hamill ain't going to make right. it. Right. And, and Which the, is you're fine. trying to upgrade – because you also have next year and the year after, sure. right? So who's available that you can right. get now that can help you now as a but starter? Are, but do you go after the relievers first? I mean, well, they have there's enough. more relievers out there, right? It's you're gonna to get an impact starter, right now. That, the problem with the Cubs to me going after an impact starter is is everybody's looking at everybody's Hill. everybody's looking for them and the asking price. Well, I don't know what gonna, Oakland would want. Somebody's gonna overpay for them, and the Cubs aren't gonna do it because they don't need to. Where is like a Pittsburgh might, or um, they had Rich Hill. They didn't want to keep him, right? Like right. Rich Hill was like the first guy I think in free agency that signed a very reasonable deal with Oakland. So Oakland flip him. I mean, us, Oakland going to keep Sonny Gray? I mean, Oakland's bad. The team's bad. They're bad. So you're going to win a. World Championship with Marcus Seaman as your shortstop. I mean, no, but or or you know everybody's talking about Josh Reddick. I mean, what's he a cure for? You know, he's not even a left fielder. Any play right? Yeah. I mean, if 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 there's one thing the Cubs could probably use position player wise is an everyday left fielder, and I just don't see one out there. So they could leave Brian at third. But well, no, but you want Bias at third. Well, Baez is better defensively than than Bryant, but you got to have Bryant's bat in the lineup. Right. So, so you, Brian, where's so Bryant becomes play? your left fielder? Well, that's kind of what it looks for like the now. End of the year, but that for this year, well, yeah, but defensively, that you could do better than that if if you had a left fielder. Yes, I, I, I but, just don't know. But what's if you out go there. out and get a left fielder, then Baez. Yeah, Baez is Doesn't kind of a become uh, an everyday player now. All of a sudden, well, he he he, he plays it, five days right. a week and gives everybody a day off. Sure, right. You but, can actually give Brian a day off now. You can give Rizzo a day off. You can give Zobris a day off. Give Hayward a day off, and and you know move Baez around. You know Hayward's looked okay in the outfield, like in you know oh, center. Sure, but you know when you have Hayward in center and Brian in right, that I don't want to see that. And they've been doing that a lot. You know, they had Zobris no, play I right agree. a little bit. No, I agree. I just, you know, you, you I know, think it's. I, how many guys? The are Cubs play move out a position? lot of guys around, but I think if you're if you want to get a consistent lineup, 
Well, you want consistent play. Yeah. Well, it's hard to do when you're moving people around all the time. I think I think some people handle it better than others. I mean, Bryant seems to be unaffected. Like his 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 hitting has been relatively consistent all year long, and he's moved around as much as anybody. Uh, they've left Zobrist, who's supposedly you know Mister Utility guy. He's played at second base almost yeah. exclusively. Right, Hayward's went between you know right and center, but basically plays right. You know, bringing up Almora to play center defensively is helpful. I just don't know how his bat plays, and yet, you know, he hit a home run the other night. So it, it'll be kind of interesting to see, you know, what they do. But obviously, if Travis Wood is your only lefty in the bullpen, I don't think you got enough in the bullpen no, to win it all. I agree. you got to have some left-hander coming in that can get lefties out. Yeah. And if he can get righties out, too. So much the better. Even better, right. And that's Andrew Miller, right? I mean, that's that's the guy. What do the Yankees want for him? I don't know. A lot. Well, but they're not going to get a lot. Like, nobody's even talking about Chapman. What's Chapman worth? What's two months of a role is Chapman worth? With that contract? Yeah. Well, it's only a couple of months, right? He's, he's a lefty. You know, he'll get guys out. He. He's not going to probably have a zero 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 ERA. Well, that's ERA, the thing, though. But, but the, you know. the Yankees can sit on those guys and say, "We'll take him for next year." If you and, well, you know. not Chapman because well, no. he's he's in his walk year. Right. So, you know, what's two months of Chapman worth? Is it worth Heimer Candelario? Is it wor- you know you're potentially talking about a guy that can start at third for you, who's a switch hitter, that could play for you for I don't know ten years. Yeah, for no, two months I, it of just, a role this Chapman? It just depends. Right. I totally agree. I mean, it depends. I mean, the Yankees, the Yankees are dumb. Are, if the Yankees are asking too much and they're not going to give. Well, it's, you, you know, know, push comes to shove. If they're somebody's, say, no, somebody's going to get Chapman. I probably. Mean, Texas? You know, what's Texas going to do? Texas has a lot of prospects, too. Right. So it, it it's going to be like probably the greatest Major League poker game you've ever seen going down to uh, August 1st at the trade deadline with what you're going to do with those guys. Uh, to, to be honest, I, I wish Minnesota had a starter worth having because you could get, you could get uh, a bad and a starter from Minnesota. Oh, does Minnesota need – they need everything. They need everything. Except they got Sano they got, and yeah, Buxton. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could get Buxton. I don't think they're going to give up on him just yet. Well, they haven't given up on him yet. No, they so haven't. why would they now? I, I uh, they're they're all in on Buxton. <laughs> I mean, they are. That is a Texas Hold'em hand that they are all in, and if they, it doesn't matter what the flop is, they are they're, all. They're in, all the way to the river, and man. They are. It doesn't matter. They they turn them up. Yeah, yeah. They they can't do anything else with him. Well, they got to let him play. I mean, yeah. he did better. You know, he worked something out in the minors and came up and was doing okay. I haven't checked his numbers lately, I, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I, he's not the second coming of Junior. I'll tell you that much. No. Um, but so you have no prediction. The Cubs? Yeah. Oh no, I think I, I'm wavering whether they're going to win 100 games. I, I, I think they should. They win the division. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you think they'll win the division? Do you think they'll make the World Series? Given Washington, San Francisco, uh, maybe the Mets. Yeah, well, I think Washington and San Francisco are their only. I mean, the I I I don't. 
right now. The Mets, the Mets, what are they going to do? They're going to make another Cespedes trade. There's not another Cespedes out yeah. there. So I, I don't know what the Mets the are going to do. The only thing I – San Francisco's playing well. They've got a really good team. Washington isn't playing – they're playing better than they did last year when yeah. they were supposed to go to the World Series, and they've got a good team. And I, I don't see any other team in the National League that's uh, the Cardinals, the Pirates. Um, well, are they going to make the World Series? You have to get Harper I, and Murphy out. I would. My prediction would be no. Who you think makes it? San Francisco. That wouldn't I be just think, out of out I of the realm of possibility. Have, even your right. They the the Cubs to me are the Kansas City Royals. They have all this talent, and it just. To, they have to get there and get there and get over the hump. Well, they got and and the, they they made the final four last year. Right. If they made if they made the, the uh, NLDS. Well, and that's the final four again, and then lose to the Giants, then they haven't made any progress. Right. They're a better team, I think, now than they were last year, especially at this time. But. Um, Everybody, you know, you forget that Schwarber's not out there. Sure. And everybody was like, "Oh, well, he's replaceable," yeah. and "Oh, you don't need him," and stuff I like mean, that. I mean, by by all means, I could see him making the World Series and winning it for sure. They have top four talent. They have, you know, I mean, you know, can they lose to a Texas? Can they lose to a? Oh, well, I think everybody. You know, if, if they Boston, made if they know, made the World Series, right. everybody would be happy. I think if they don't make the World Series. It's going to be uh, – I, I, the players will be disappointed. The fans will be distraught. Well, it depends kind of how it goes. If they if it goes to a game seven and something happens, something fluky or, you know, whatever. Or, you know, Mad, Mad Bomb just throws the game of his life. Well, you know, and, and, and you Arietta know, Lester, loses one to nothing. Yeah, L- Lester <laughs> loses one to nothing. Yeah. And, I, and that has happened. Sure. Uh, who right. was it? Uh, Smoltz lost to uh, – yeah, I mean, you know, Not well, Braves made the playoffs 14 years in a row and won Jack one Morris. World Series. So. Right, Jack Morris. Right. Ten, in, ten inning shutout, beat Smoltz one to nothing. Yeah. Was that when Puckett hit the homer uh, to win one nothing? I thought it was Herbeck. Maybe. But, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, what are you going to do? Right. Okay? That's that's just how it, that's but, how it uh, went. It was a great game. I gave it my best. I mean, the the idea that is would, some that would be my only my only prediction would be is I just uh, with the Cubs as talented as they are it's all it's a lot of young talent and you know they will resolve their bullpen issues I'm assuming dur- through trades but uh, I could see San Francisco beating them to make it with to the World Samarja Series. and Cueto and Madbum I don't know we'll see it'll be interesting the, the Giants come to Wrigley. I believe it's the first weekend in September. And I think that is going to tell you a Ooh, lot. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, that's going to tell you a lot. I mean, the, the trading deadline will be over. You can still make waiver deals. Right. The rosters will be expanded. It'll be very interesting to see how they go about that series. Um, I think we're done with Washington. We're not going to see Washington again. Um, the way the standings are right now, the wild card would go down between Miami, New York, the Dodgers uh, and the Cardinals. Yeah, what about and the, the Pirates? I mean, ah, pitching, hitting, defense—they seem to be lacking in everything. 
they're not going to catch the Giants. Yeah. So it's really a question of do they win enough games to get the wild card? Right. And, and the thing that kills me a little bit with this, the only thing about the losing streak that really bothered me a little is we were set up to play the winner of the wild card. Now we're set up to play Washington if it ended today. Okay. We'd play a five-game series with Washington and have to look at Strasburg, and Scherzer, Scherzer, and whoever. Right. You know, and then you look at Arietta and Lester and whoever, and it's kind of like, well, Ooh. okay, that's not going to be an easy series. Yeah. And then the Giants are going to play the weak sister. Because right. Because it's not going to be like last year where the wild card team had more wins than the other division winner. Right. Now you're going to look at a, a real wild card team yeah. that's like, uh, who knows who it's going to be. But they're on paper going to be vastly inferior, right? To that's uh, yeah, that's the a tough series. Division. You have to get yeah. through Washington and then go play San Francisco. So it'd probably be but, easier to finish first, let Washington and San Francisco play each other, yeah, and then you get a three-game or a five-game series against right. the Dodgers or the Cardinals or the Pirates or Miami. Miami's still in it, you know. Uh, we did our podcast, and that was like kind of the one wild card was what's Miami going to be like? Because you knew there were going to be two bad teams in each division, mm -hmm. right? The Brewers have done a little better than everybody thought, maybe, and the Phillies way better at way the beginning better. of the season way better. than everybody thought. Yeah, But like Atlanta and Philly and, and Cincinnati and Milwaukee and San Diego and Colorado, everybody knew that they weren't going to be in it, and they're not. The, the one team that was kind of like, well, how's this going to work is Miami. And they've hung some losses on people. I mean, you look at you look at the Mets and you look at, at Washington, you know, Miami's no pushover. Right. And I don't know quite how they're doing it because they don't, you know, their outfield is good. They got Ozuna and Yelich, Yelich and, and, and Stanton, and, right. who's done almost nothing. But then you look at the rest of that team and you're like, eh, right, meh, you know. After Fernandez. After what Fernandez, they you, know, you know, who are they throwing at you? Yeah. So... You know, I'd rather play them sure. in a five-game series. Right. So maybe that's some incentive. So it'll be interesting. Uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll be back next week, and, and we will talk about uh, – we should do some White Sox grades next week since we don't have time this week. You up for that? Sure. You don't like this whole grading thing. Well, it's just – I mean – Yeah, it's, 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 it's tough to be – It's I arbitrary mean, and yeah. it's subjective and – it's not like you know, so scientific or right. anything. I, I mean, get that. you know, I, I, you know, you got the second best record in major leagues. I mean, I, you know, from yeah, that how do you grade them a C? You not give your, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, yes, you can sit there. Obviously, their bullpen is probably, which going into the season, you knew that their bullpen was the weak link of that team. Well, and it's kind of proven out that way. Um, but the, you know, other than that, I mean, really, you know. How do you, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't want to just give A's across the board because, you know, you watch the team enough and, you know, you realize, especially with the last 20 games, the way they've played that, but that is also baseball and you just can't, yeah you could never play at the level that they were playing. I mean, they all were, season, they were going to break, they were going to win 125 games. Yeah. That wasn't going to happen. Maybe next year. We'll you know, get Schwarber. Schwarber and Arietta and, and. It's not even Lester and Arietta. It was Hamill and oh Hendricks. God, it was everybody. Weren't gonna and Lackey weren't gonna pitch to that level the whole season. Yeah, I don't know. You know? Like, you know, I think we got a little spoiled by some of the numbers. 
Sure. You know, Lackey's last year, his ERA ended up being like 279, which was the best ERA of his career. Right. Well, he's not much past that now. You know, as bad as Arietta's pitch lately, his ERA's 233. Who wouldn't take that? Right. Cy Young Award winners get 233. It's just been this weird. Well, it's just because like his ERA was a buck sixty, and well, so yeah. it's gone up to two thirty three. Yeah. Well, but it's not only that; he's lost like three out of the last five games he started. Which is yeah. The weird thing is, what was it? Thirty starts in a row they won of his, and they've lost now three in a row. But but also look at, you know, everybody was saying, well, the reason Lester was losing games last year was David Ross was his catcher, and he was an offensive hole. Well, now you got Arietta with uh, Montero as his catcher. Mm-hmm. So at some point. Contreras is going to have to catch Arietta. I don't know when that's going to happen. They'll probably start it out in the bullpen, right? When Arietta's warming up, let him throw to Contreras. Let be, because Arietta's hard to catch. His stuff is like filthy. Who's batting and how many pitches has he seen? Murphy against Britain, bottom, he, top of the ninth. Top of the ninth. Seven so pitches. F- four two. Yeah. Yeah. The bowling ball sinker. No way he hits it. No way Murphy hits him. This game's over. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, right. We've got closing music. Maybe. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Uh, don't forget, we got a website, thebackrowboys.com. Check it out. And uh, all the other podcasts are up there, and we will uh, be back next week. Take care. is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.